1: Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast reshipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and
2: their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Michelin Cross Climate Two. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension. Just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive.
1: Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com. The way tire
2: buying should be.
3: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Sports Radio. Radio. Radio.
2: I'm going to bring it extra hard today. Oh, that sounds dirty. Why? Do you feel uh, like you didn't bring it yesterday? That's no. Why? You know what? You know sometimes when a player plays in a game and they're not 100% no, I don't subscribe
1: to that. i like Derek Jeter, man. They don't. Uh, no, they you don't point out every day. They
2: don't point out their injury because they don't want to make excuses. But yesterday, I had a headache all show. So, are I've, you saying the roof was open and that's why? Yeah, uh, yesterday the roof was open and that's uh, shit. Uh, thanks, Kawhi. Oh man. Woo! Wow, Kavino so, and Rich. Don't overpromise.
1: But you never under-produce. had a roof. Yeah, <laughs> but Rich is already promising to slay it. I Let's am. have some fun today. That's all I'm saying. I thought we had fun yesterday. If you missed anything, catch the Kavino and Rich podcast. Search Kavino and Rich wherever you stream your podcasts, we are. CNR on FSR 877-99 on Fox. Let the Tuesday Wild Rumpus start. Uh, Enjoy those tacos. Let's go. Mm. All right. Well, <laughs> hope you had a great Monday night. Uh, Chicago Bears clobbering the Pats.
2: You say sort of,
1: <laughs> sort of Monday night. Spot sure. with the Bear sound effects.
2: Thank you, Spot. The sure. Bears 33 to 14 with the Pats. You ever think about what one, the hell? You ever think about a dumb bit from Saturday Night Live? Decades later, still has people saying dumb bears. Still. Like one stupid bit. Still. Yeah, people still say it. And I want to sometimes strangle those people. Yes.
1: <laughs> but then I do it every once in a while too. I'm not gonna lie. Again, I'm Steve Cavino. That is Rich Davis. Spotty's here. We got Danny G hey! on, the phones, yeah. on the ones and twos again. 877-99 on Fox. Ramos Hola. and Dan It's the show. Hey. And we welcome you. And remember, next hour, we also welcome. Well, not only the grand champion, Ben Maller, retaining his title, but Mike Tyson, because it's Tyson Tuesday, Iron Mike Trivia, next hour, stick around for that.
2: Can't wait. Can't wait. Um, Did either of you, Ramos, Danny G, either of you have a John Moran type of night? My goodness, everyone's sweating this dude. We're a couple games into the season, and I'll be honest, between our own network, Fox and ESPN and everyone, people are calling this guy the MVP. Meanwhile, a lot of teams haven't
4: played three or four games yet. Yeah, I heard somebody say he's this generation's Michael Jordan. Slow down! Well, he's electric, man. Slow down! Yeah, no, he's Ugie, fun to Ugie, watch. Ugie,
1: Ugie. yeah, he really is. Even for the casual fan, you know what he you does? See this guy's highlights. He's he is a, he's a human highlight reel. Well, you know what he Just does? Everything that- he does is like
2: damn. Well, I'm glad you said that because what John Morant does is amazing, but with that reckless, no fear. You know, he's in the air a lot. You know, like this guy has no, he has no chill. He put some stank on it. That's, that's the type of guy that could be injury prone. It's just nasty what he does. And I don't wish that on him, but yo, this guy, if he would play close to 80 games, I don't know how, he's going to need a little rest here or there if he plays with that intensity and recklessness. But yeah, so far NBA, John Morant's what everyone's talking about. Ben Simmons is a net. There's a, there's a lot going on there, but on today's show. Not only Iron Mike Trivia, Spot, you had a theory we want to get to, which is your relationship with your favorite sports teams. Mm -hmm. Like what brings you joy and diving into what are you really upset about when they lose? When your team's out of it. Yeah, we'll get to that. Plus a quarterback controversy in New England already. And we're going to start with a little something called the grass ain't always greener. It isn't. Sometimes it is, though.
1: Sometimes you got to move forward in life, right? Sometimes a change of scenery is a great thing, but not always. I often say, hey, sometimes it takes just as much work, if not more, to have that new start. Sometimes you just got to water the grass that you're on. That's deep. No, it's true. Sometimes (laughs) your grass just needs a little watering, sometimes it's too late. So you're forced to find new grass. Right, we're talking relationships. We're talking sports. We're talking
2: life. Put a little fertilizer on that bad boy.
1: Yeah, you know, I I play.
2: And by song. fertilizer, I mean bring some weird stuff into the bedroom. No, how do you how do you keep that? How do you water the grass? You're uh, you that do you're the right?
1: little things, and you start to remember what got you there in the first place. Oh, you know what right. I mean? Like the little things. Why did I like this person? Let's, uh, let's try to figure it out again. It just takes some work. You know, people don't want to put that work in, so they just want to run away and find something else. I play a song on Turbo 41 on SXM every night, Lips of an Angel. Serious XM. He's a rockin' dude. I'm a rockin' it's dude. Steve Cavino. No, but you know that song, Lips of an Angel? Let's get hyped. <laughs> it's about getting a phone call from someone in the past, and yeah. then you start to wonder, like, man, should I leave what I'm in for that girl who had the lips of an angel? Listen, we and I often say every night, I'm like, hey, the grass isn't always greener. You know, put those creepy thoughts away. And what are the grass that you're on? So I want you guys to think about these relationships in sports, right? And who did it work out for when they moved on? And who should have stayed where they were? The grass wasn't greener. Oh, Think about it. 877-99 on Fox, because two people come to mind right away where, hey, man, maybe they thought the grass was going to be greener. Oh, yeah, look at the (laughs) booty on that one. (laughs) You know, or maybe they thought, hey, fortune and glory in this city. He must work out. And maybe they should have stayed right where they were. Okay? And the first person that comes to mind, I'll just knock it off the table. We'll explore everybody. Did it work out better for them or worse for them? Okay? Again, life, sports, baseball, basketball, you name it. First one that comes to mind is Russell Wilson. The grass is not
2: greener. It just isn't for anybody. Everybody him and, thought him it was going to be you great. Know, Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll were a coaching quarterback combo that was feared for a decade. People knew that they'd always be sort of in the mix. Even on an off year, they were a playoff caliber team. Russell Wilson thought, yo, Sierra. Let's go to Denver, Mile High City, buy the biggest, most elaborate, most expensive house in Colorado. That's right.
3: Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. for this <laughs> <laughs> country. Yeah. yeah
2: let's, let's ride. ride. Propco country. That's right. And he gets to Denver, and they had high hopes. Oh, yeah. Expectations high hopes. were high. It wasn't what he thought. Sinatra style, Panic at the Disco style. Yeah. <laughs> high hopes. And you know what? And you know, who that, you know who Seattle is?
1: Seattle and Geno Smith are the person left behind. And success in this case would be the best revenge, right? Really? Yeah. Wow. You're leaving me for, for
2: Denver? That okay. story, the story's not written yet. It's but, not written but, yet, but, but as, as of, of now, now
1: <laughs> the grass isn't greener. And that's a big reality check because, again, like I said to start this, sometimes it just takes more work for that new start, new team new fans you know these are big time challenges you think it's going to be all honky dory it's going to be all dandy it's going to be great maybe it is but maybe it's not and like i said you see it in relationships too hey if you watch bachelor in paradise like i do right danny j <laughs> sometimes you take a chance on someone new and you're like oh man i should have stayed right where i was because this person or this team is a nightmare the other obvious
2: one and again, we should explore them all. But but back to Russell Wilson just yeah. for a second. I mean, could he have imagined that Hackett was going to deliver such a mediocre what seems to be game plan and this guy no. was going to be no. I mean, Russell Wilson looks like a shell of who he was. He looks so lost out
1: there. And right now it's right now, it's safe to say that he's better off with his former team. Grass was not greener. Grass isn't always
2: greener. I got one. Are you speaking about big-time quarterbacks? Yeah. It's not even one on the little list I already made. I mean, we talk about him every day, so why leave him out of this conversation? Tom Brady. Oh, I don't know about that one. Tampa worked out, but it could also have led to a possible divorce. So how do you look at that? Do you say, grass was greener. He, he, He went to Tampa. Won a Super Bowl, brought his best buddy along, yo Gronky. Yeah, Tommy Tudies, they won a yeah. Super Bowl, they make their decision look like what a genius move. But now again, maybe because maybe it wasn't the right move because it looks as though the relationship and personal life took a little uh, a little hit.
1: Maybe, as maybe. Tom Brady would say, maybe. But I don't know if I would put Tom Brady in this conversation. That's up to you. Fox Sports Radio Nation, what says you? Who comes to mind? 877-99 on Fox. You see some people make a move and it works to their benefit. See other people make a move and you say, huh, I don't know. Like, all right, forget about football for a minute. Freddie Freeman, right? Because it was a funny meme that I loved. It's like he made a move and he went to the Dodgers only to last four more hours in the postseason. <laughs> the Braves so like, are out. Four hours later, Dodgers it's out. Like sort of a push, and and yeah, he know.
4: almost won the batting title. Come on. He,
1: yeah, I know, but that's it's kind of funny because you really didn't do that much better this year yeah, on a new he, team. He did but look. He did he, look good. Here is the other thing we have to factor in this conversation, Rich, and you bring it up kind of when you bring up Tom Brady. Is life better? Like, is life better for Freddie Freeman in Los Angeles? I if think it so. is, personally then you win. Like That's something we often forget about when it comes to the decisions that people make. Is his wife happier? Is his family better off? Is his family happier as a whole there in this new place? Right. So if that answer is yes, then maybe, yeah, personally, the grass is greener. Professionally, it might not be. But before you brought up Tom Brady, I was thinking about Matt Ryan.
2: He could have been better off where he was. But but Matt Ryan was sort of running out of options, so he... I think he took an option that looked like it made sense, but he is now not only injured, when he's healthy, he's already been told, yeah, you're not the guy. What's up, Ramos? I was going to say, Devontae
3: Adams fits that for me. I mean, he, the grass isn't all quite greener, but that's where you wanted to play, right? He, he loved the, the Raiders from when he was a kid. So for him, even though the Raiders aren't doing as well as they probably should be with him there, he still probably would say the grass is greener for him.
1: I don't know about that. I, would, don't say, so? I would say no, no would one say 100%. Likes to admit it. His almost, stats
4: aren't bad, though. They're not personally.
1: But look, I've I've left, you know, perfectly fine and beautiful women. You could say that, right? Or the relationship was over. <laughs> yeah. However you want to describe it. For something that really just appeared to be so much better. And if you would have asked me, I would have been like, you know, I didn't make a bad choice. No one wants to admit that they made a bad choice personally. You know what I mean? Like, no one wants to do that. Professionally, you could look toward the stats. So I think they're two separate things. Like, is Devontae Adams happier personally? If the answer is yes, then good. Professionally, that's, that's just that's the team
4: he always wanted to be on. If you had to guess, how many yards in tutties do you think Adams has right now?
2: What do we, how many games have the, the Raiders played one less game, right? Yeah, they played so six. Six. Probably got between four and 500 yards. 509 yards. 509 yards, yeah. Five touchdowns. Well, he's doing well. The team's doing eh. Should be better. Should be better. On pace pace for uh, clearly over 1,000 yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's with his dude Carr. They're old pals. He's in Vegas, West Coast, instead of, no offense, Green Bay, but I mean, like, you think this dude wants to be living in Wisconsin? Wisconsin. Unless he loves cheese and beer, then the guy's probably <laughs> thinking like, yeah, probably a good oh, move. Really? And you know what? You Aaron Rodgers... Just based on that, Rich, I think you're... Even though
1: they both... Well, Green Bay and the Raiders both have losing records right now. Neither of them really look that great. But just based on those living conditions alone, I'd say, yeah, he made the better decision. Grass is greener.
2: And, I'm with you, Danny Jean Ramos. And, and, and you know what, Ramos? Look at uh, his ex. If you want to look at it in terms of relationships, his ex, Aaron Rodgers... It's looking like he's a little, he's unraveling. In fact, I was just looking at a quote, Aaron Rodgers, saying, if guys are making mistakes, they shouldn't be playing. Like, there's trouble in Green Bay. That team is unraveling. And I don't know if Devontae Adams, I mean, you could argue that, yeah, he's the best receiver in football, arguably. So maybe he would have made a difference. But I think Devontae Adams is looking at Green Bay like, yeah, I'm sort of okay being done with that.
4: Both teams' defenses, the Packers and the Raiders, are having issues. But I would argue the Raiders have a much better offense right now and so because of that, grass greener.
2: If you if you were to say in a couple years from now, what organization seems to be headed in a in a better direction? I think it's a, a no-brainer that the Las Vegas Raiders are at least looking like a team that's going to compete where especially imagine when Aaron Rodgers decides to hang it up. What yeah. does that team have left? They're going to go back to the 80s. True. They're going to go back to the 80s Packers that you didn't want their helmet out of the supermarket machine. Oh, the Packers? Weak. They stink. <laughs> Remember that feeling? The Packers stunk. My, my in-laws, my, my father-in-law hit me up the other night. He goes, I'm getting feelings of the uh, early 80s Packers. Packers,
1: Colts, Browns. Yeah, I'm just thinking of all the football helmets I didn't want yeah. when I tried to collect them all out of the gumball machine oh, at the supermarket.
4: Yeah. Speaking of Browns, in the pre-show meeting, we're talking about Baker Mayfield.
2: You know what? They did him dirty. They did him dirty. But you know yeah. what? He ended up on a team now that much like a Matt Ryan situation, even when you're healthy, Baker, yeah, we're not going to go with you. They're committing to a guy that, didn't he play like in the USFL? They're committing to a guy that, not even Sam Darnold. They're they're saying, yo, a guy that entered sp- the spring, uh, training, they entered training camp as a fourth stringer. The Are grass we talking PJ? PJ? for him,
4: but he didn't yeah. make the Please choice Please address to him do as Philip now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Phillip. I
2: mean, again, I
1: think this applies to people that actually made those decisions, whether it be a player moving on from the team, a boxer moving on from a trainer, or maybe even you just moving on to another job. Like you went for the money, a la. Robinson Cano as well, an old school you know, example. You, you speak you of know,
2: trainers, uh, you're, you know, we're talking to him next hour for trivia, but Iron Mike Tyson, when he changed trainers, they said that was it. Yeah, it's not always a great decision, you know? It's not always a great decision. The grass wasn't greener
1: or was it? We break it down. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk
3: lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: C-R-S-H-O-W. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich, and much like you, we work hard to try to provide a
1: nice life for ourselves, for our family, for our kids. And we've worked hard to build a nice home. And you want to protect those things. God forbid something happened to you. The things futures are built around are the things worth protecting. Making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. With Trust & Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199.
2: Go to TrustAndWill.com slash CRShow for 10% off plus free document shipping. Assure that your family and loved ones avoid lengthy, expensive legal proceedings. The state deciding what happens to your assets, you don't need that. Secure your assets, protect your loved ones with Trust & Will, and again, you're gonna get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash CR show. That's ten percent off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash CR show. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds,
4: it was shocking.
2: I have to know
4: what were they thinking?
1: Backroom deals, huge amounts of money, CIA secrets,
2: sets off a firestorm in Washington,
1: affairs. No way, this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning! It's even messier than you thought.
0: United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at nine on CNN.
1: Bring back is, memories, uh, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I was, I was
2: hoping it was Black Street. But it was the Backstreet Boys. You mean that saying no diggity? <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> in a second, we're going to be joined by Ben Maller and Mike Tyson for Iron Mike Trivia. I just want to throw one thing out there real quick. I saw a stat that Tom Brady has not lost three games in a row in 20 years. And they're playing the Ravens Thursday night. And I wonder if that's why the point spread is only Ravens by one and a half. I, I mean, is Vegas magically thinking like Tom Brady's going to write this ship? Because you don't think it should be more than Ravens by one and a half? The Bucks I mean, just got smushed by the Panthers.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Are people are agree. people
2: banking on Brady? I guess so. But right now we do it every Tuesday.
4: Mike Tyson was a maniac. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Put an ear to this if you're a boxing brainiac. Iron Mike trivia. You can't touch me. You're not man enough. Yeah, welcome to a Tyson Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. C N R with the third week of this new installment here. All hey guys. right, let's uh, <laughs> before we bring in Fake Mike, let's introduce you to the contestants. Contestant number one, Rich Davis. Hey, hey. what's hey. up, he, everybody? He's a he handsome guy. Hey, Rich. Thanks, Con- thanks, Mike. Mike, watch your hands. <laughs> Be Contestant number two, Spotty Boy. Oh, what's up? Hey, ready, spot.
1: Ready to bring hey, in? Spot. Nice beard. You want to smoke a blunt? No, Mike. I'm good. I'm good, Mike. Who's good. smoking today? Working. Are we smoking? I'm working, Mike. Hey, Ramos, are we going to smoke one <laughs> up or what? I got, the, I got the best
4: rolling papers in the world. Uh, yeah, shouts to Ramos helping me produce this game. Contestant number three, the irreplaceable Dan Byer. Hey. I don't know about that. Hey, Dan. Hey, Mike. Hey, buddy. And contestant number four. Oh, can I introduce yes, this guy? Rich, we have fitting music here. The host. Of the Ben Maller Show. Heard here on
2: 600 affiliates five days a week from 2 to 6 a.m. Man, that's a lot. He has the fifth hour podcast with our very own Danny J. Give it up for Ben Maller, everybody. Ben Maller. Yeah. Guys, thank you. This is a great prize. I want to thank you guys for welcoming me back. I, I was hoping to win this, and here I am. Ben, 600 yes. plus affiliates? Are you on every station around the freaking country? We are on a lot of stations uh, late at night. My the, goodness. The, the, uh, that's a game in itself. Find the place yeah. Ben Maller's not on. That's exactly. <laughs> Ben,
1: Another call I got, letter he hasn't touched. I got the well, munchies. bad news. First question. Do you have the baba <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
4: it's in the it's in the uh, refrigerator. I have some leftover baba Well, oh. Oh, Tyson was in that blue kitchen for a while waiting for the game here. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Yeah, here's the I rules. Somebody left a veggie plate the other day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, first contestant with two correct answers is the champ. Not you, Mike. Right. They'll be the champ. I'm the champion. Of course, uh... Rich has a victory so far, and Ben Maller is trying to repeat here. If there's a one-to-one tie in the game, we have a tiebreaker. That's not multiple choice. Your name is your buzzer. You have to wait until the possible answers are read for you to to weigh in with your, your buzzer, okay? Let's do it. I feel,
1: I feel this is a little self-ingrandizing, but, but <laughs> it's always a pleasure to be here on Fox Sports Radio. I love the Cavino and Rich Show. Question number one on a podcast, not as cool as this one. In 2019, I admitted that I ferociously burned through blank dollars of weed on my remarkable ranch each month. A forty thousand dollars, B fifteen thousand dollars, or C sixty thousand dollars. Dan,
4: uh, oh. Dan, Byer. A forty grand. Forty grand wow. is going yes. fire! Yes, yes. I know my weed. <laughs> wow. Oh. Oh, man, that's Bonded. a forty
2: thousand. That's Weird. a lot. I mean, let's just say you hypothetically were to buy like I don't know an edible supply for a month. That's only like a hundred.
1: Wondered why bucks. buyer
4: always walks out of that studio, Woo-hoo. right? He's always right. smiling. He <laughs> floats out in a cloud of smoke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Number two. Okay. Number two. I was determined to make make it back in nineteen ninety five, In only my second fight after incarceration, I gloriously knocked out the undefeated, a Pinklin Thomas. B. Buster Mathis or C.
2: Tyrell Biggs? Rich. Rich. Tyrell Biggs?
1: Mallard. Oh, oh. Maller. Oh. Maller for the steal. That, Mathis, was, a, that was a big Mathis. fail. Yes, Buster guys. Mathis Buster is correct.
4: Mathis. Yes, yes, yes. All right, we got a tie. Buyer one, Maller one. You're going down, buyer. <laughs> okay. Question
1: number three. Tyson trivia. Tyson Tuesdays. Iron Mike. Speaking of abominable prison. Say what? (laughs) What, Abominable prison. (laughs) During my time locked up in the 90s, I was visited by which rap star? Notorious B.I.G. I I love Biggie. Nas or Tupac?
4: Dan. Uh. Buyer for the win. Ah. Tupac. Dan Buyer is the Dan. new champ. Wow. Yeah, Tupac and Weed, Buyer. Ambitions <laughs> of a winner. Upset. Yo, i talking about Dan Buyer today. Yeah, is yeah. <laughs> very gangster today. Wow, we have three different champions in three weeks. That is insane. Wow, congrats, Dan. Well, Feels ben, good, guys. Feels real good. Ben, it was a nice two-week run for you. Yeah. Thank you. What's my parting gift? Do I have? I a...
1: give you a high five, Ben. All right, well, my hero. All right, <laughs> get a pigeon. I returns. Yeah, I give you. Uh, and I give you a big hug when I see you. Oh, that's exciting! Thank you, Wait. Ben. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you, Ben. Ben Maller, everybody. everybody. You. Catch you. He was memory. a great champ.
2: Catch him every day, and of course the fifth hour podcast with Danny G. And uh, man, you know Dan Byers going home tonight to his family
4: bragging about this one. <laughs> wow, <laughs> those yo. weren't guesses either. Like I felt yeah. like I knew it. I was wow. locked in. That was a nice win, Dan. He, I, not Dan, much to brag about. Dan, so. This is one of those
2: days you will go home. Hey, how is work? You'll never guess. Yeah. I won Mike Tyson trivia on a weed and Tupac question.
4: Yeah, Tyson and Tupac wound up being close friends, and there's these famous FOMO uh, photos that you'll see online of them both in the Prison pose. You said
1: FOMO because you wish you were hanging out with <laughs> us.
4: <laughs> that's
1: true. Uh, Thanks, true. Mike.
2: Bye guys.
4: Later, dude. Later. Bye, Mike.
2: See you next week. <sighs> yeah, speaking of Tupac, um, is it is the, there's truth to the story of his final words were F you to the cop or someone that was trying to help him or doctor or something, right? Is that That's the legend, yeah. yeah. The legend that's like the he legend. like Yeah. I, mean, I
1: don't know if it's true.
2: And we we've but seen that we've seen the spot in Vegas. There's a you know, it's right outside that little uh like that corner store. And it's like, yeah, that's where Tupac yeah. got shot. And apparently whoever was trying to help him, his final words, he looked up and he's like,
4: yes. Supposedly the cop was asking him for info about the crime. And he looked His up. response was, yeah, F not you. giving you any info, homie.
2: <laughs> yeah. He went out, you know, probably went out the way he wanted, right? All right. Um I'm looking, I'm looking at uh And that was
1: so exciting. I don't even know what to. I know. To do I don't, after where that. do you go from there? That no, was I'm, great. I'm well, looking The is
4: still celebrating. Oh, so over he's, there. Still, he's still uh, on, the, on the high. Here, huh? Here's the thing about Tupac that, like, w- he released so many albums after he passed. It was like, if it was really good, wouldn't it have been on one of the other albums, you know? Yeah, his mom. There's was a lot of Outlaws yeah. stuff and. Machiavelli. His mom got paid afterwards. <laughs> I'm,
2: you know, I'm always so fascinated every time you hear the relationship of Will Smith's wife, Jada Pinkett Smith, and Tupac. Like, in the fact that, like, Tupac <sighs> and Will had, like, a weird... Yeah. Uh, like, that to me is, like, something I think no, not many people hear, heard about back then. Like, if you were just watching yeah, Fresh he Prince was of such Bel-Air... A bad,
1: he was such a badass and, you know, Will Smith was the family
2: sort of rapper.
1: Fresh Prince? Fresh Prince?
2: Fresh Prince. They were just Allegedly. such different yeah. guys. Allegedly? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, hey, Dan, keep rolling, because it's time for an update.
4: <laughs> here's parents just don't understand, and here's hit them up. Exactly.
2: <laughs> exactly. Let's
4: let's uh, let's compare the two. All right, let's talk some NFL action. Chiefs defensive end Frank Clark suspended two games following his arrest in 2021 on weapons charges. Case was settled in September, but this is a violation of the league's personal conduct policy. Discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Back to you guys.
2: Thanks, Dan. Uh, And a reminder. No, no, no. Champion. I'm
1: sorry. Dan. Champ.
2: Tyson Champ. That's right. Dan Byer. Yeah. Uh, Before you get to your thought, it's actually a spot. It's one of your deep thoughts about fandom. I did want to point out, has everyone seen the ridiculous Taylor Swift, Tom Brady meme? Where, hey, listen, you play long enough, a streak can't go on and on. We just said Tom Brady has never lost three games in a row. And that's he's in jeopardy of that on Thursday night. There was a stat, and this is how long they've both been in the game. Seven times Taylor Swift has released a new album the day Tom Brady played. And up until this week, Tom Brady was 6-0. and 0, Yeah. And he finally lost. He's so undefeated. There was a trend of any time Taylor Swift released an album that went to number one, Tom Brady won that week. Now he's 6-1. and one. Now he's 6-1, and one, so. He needs to shake it off. I know, exactly. Or something. Or something like or that. Or something. All right. Now, Spot. You asked the question the other day when Covino came in all moping after the Yankees well, got eliminated. Hold on. You weren't like Chipper Jones yourself
1: because you were all high on. Christian McCaffrey's the difference maker. You were looking forward to a, a nice game against the Chiefs, and the 49ers sort of stunk it up that game.
2: Yeah. You know, listen, they, I think they we played. We were the, both a little mopey I, is my I, point. I think, they, uh, I think they both played, you know, the best teams in their respective leagues. I think the Niners collided with the Chiefs, who are one of two teams that you would call elite in the NFL, especially the AFC. And I think the Yankees played the future yeah. World Series champions, but one the was,
1: One was a season-ending loss. Yeah. yeah,
2: That's what I was talking about. Yeah,
1: it's tough. I was asking about... I'm just deflecting.
4: The psychology that you feel as a fan behind a loss. And it's a F- great question. Yeah. Like, what is the source of your
1: you know your whatever the feelings you're feeling the the flurry of emotions you get from let's say the Yankees losing Are you asking a couple days ago what hurts the most yeah like what is it
4: that you've invested so much time in the season is it that you feel connected to the team what is causing you to have these feelings of
1: sadness baseball is is a different beast in itself because it's 162 games Yeah, right and isn't that a span of like 190 something days of the season with days off and everything else. It's a long season. And you're seeing the ups and downs and that's an emotional roller coaster that you eventually get invested in. You're invested in the team, the chemistry, the players. Then you're buddies, right? You got you got groups of friends that root for the same team, and you're hitting them up day in and day out. And all of a sudden, all of this dedication that you've had for all these days abruptly Boom. ends just like that. And so- if you want
2: to get into the psychology of Fandom. And what do fans really get most upset about when, it's a, se- about, when a season's oh, over? It's not about, we're not getting a ring. If that's what you're getting at, it's not about yeah. that. It's, it's more, like you said, the, uh, the day-to-day that's gone. Baseball is 162 games over roughly 180-something days. Is it 80-something days? So we're talking about I, I, one, of our, one of our listeners. i got to give him props. Jim Ramsey lives in uh, North Carolina. Hit us up. Good guy. He said, here's my thought, guys. Baseball is like a marriage, if you're a baseball fan. There is a game almost every day. We're talking 162 out of 180-something days. Daily events, streaks, slumps, it's continual. It's part of your day-to-day. Football It's more like a date. Game day is the date. Yeah, three days looking ahead and then three days dissecting what happened, but it really is just a a once-a-week appointment. Sunday, I'm watching my Niners. You know, Sunday, I'm watching my Eagles. It's a weekly date, and the rest of the week, yeah, you're listening to sports talk radio and watching sports TV, but the reality is, it's a a once-a-week date. Baseball is day-to-day. You're going through, oddly enough. Like you said, a marriage. The highs and lows, but I said of
1: your i team. don't to Josh Donaldson. I just want you to know that <laughs> I said
2: yeah. i don't um look at it this way also you you brought it up so i 'll reiterate what you said. I have buddies that I would text every day about the Mets when they lost to the Padres in the wild Card. See you next year, guys That group text that was <laughs> providing laughs and camaraderie and funny and you know dumb pictures and dirty jokes and all the all the fun guy banter was sort of like, all right. Hey, I'll, I'll maybe I'll text you about football, but uh, it was pretty much like C in April, <laughs> and yeah. and I think that Lots people some no people are very habitual about their baseball watching now. Baseball fans, habitual watchers, right? What Would you call me football? More of like a nice a weekly hot date.
1: Well, think about this, Fox Sports Radio Nation. Think about this, like Spotty said. What's the root of what hurts the most? Is it, oh, I missed the day-to-day. Day. I missed the camaraderie. I wanted the championship. When your team's out of it, eliminated, what hurts you the most? Why? Give <laughs> as us a call at 877-99-05. D- because 7 7 D- it's not just a surface issue. Right. There's something more yeah, to it.
2: Yeah, what, what's really upsetting you when your team loses as Ramos queues up what hurts the most by Rascal Flatts? For the- <laughs> I would expect
4: right. nothing less.
2: Hey, it's Covino and Rich, and if you're traveling to see your favorite team this spring, you have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college sports. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school colors, and mascots. Why would you stay
1: anywhere else? Graduate Hotels is the perfect spot for the next time you go see a game and need somewhere to crash. They have over 30 hotels coast-to-coast, down south, all over the Midwest, so odds are there's one where you're going especially for games and the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate Hotels' locations at graduatehotels.com.
2: And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. C-R-S-H-O-W. That's good at any Graduate Hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com.
3: CNN Underscored's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever.
1: CNR on FSR. Covino and Rich live from the com studios. Tire rack. Covino's got a pretty
2: funny okay. Backstreet Boys story. Uh,
1: I do? What is it?
2: Do you remember you were hanging out with them? No. You, oh, no. Yeah, co- I was so into like um, Boys
1: to Men and stuff like that. And like I said, Bell Biv DeVoe. There Wait, there's nothing song- wrong with that.
2: those no, are no, no, good no. Yeah. I, oh, I, yeah.
1: I still love them, you know what I mean? But I was like they, too, they taught a little they, bit.
2: Uh, Belle, Biv DeVoe taught the best lesson of our childhoods. Never trust a big button, a smile. That girl is poison.
1: I remember going to the local Nobody Beats the Wiz or Sam Goody at the time. Or Coconuts. Whatever it was. Coconuts, <laughs> FYE. It was actually a place called Compact Disc World on Route 22 in Union, New Jersey. And I was like, yeah, you got that uh, that song? It was like R&B group. And like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, quit playing games with my heart. Dude, I swore it was, you know. A bunch of black dudes, an R and B group. You know, <laughs> I, I did not. I'm like, that's not them. I'm like, this is no, no, no. I'm like, with my heart, with, with my, my heart. And
2: the guy's like, no, this is them. I'm like, nah. the
1: Backstreet
2: Boys. No, nah, no, nah, these are four corny white guys. This, I, I'm talking about the R and B group. And they're like, no, sir, yeah, you're yeah, singing yeah. the Backstreet I'm like, Boys. Yeah, I don't know if
1: I want. So anyway, uh, Nirvana yeah. did change my life. But it's Cavino and Rich on Fox Sports Radio. The numbers eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Wrapping up this discussion about. You know, the grass not always being greener. There was a few reminders. You got to you gotta water the lawn you're on first. That, that's what you got to do. Yeah, but and if you watered it long enough and it's still not growing yeah. the right way, then you got to know when to move on. That's but you have key. to ask yourself, did I water it long enough? And some of these players today, you know, maybe they left thinking that it was going to be a greater team, a greater relationship, a greater work environment. It just wasn't.
2: And that same lesson applies to a lot of people listening right now. Think of of the dating scene in 2022. There's no water in the grass. It's like, yo, you make one mistake, on to the next. Swipe, 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 swipe. Uh, Let's go to Northern California and Paul. Paul, you're on. What's up, bud?
3: Yeah, thanks for taking my call. I'm thinking of Nick Foles. The second time he left uh, Philadelphia after winning the Super Bowl and thought he was going to be getting better green grass than Jacksonville Jaguars. And then he leaves there, and he goes Chicago Bears, and then he leaves there, and now he's with the Colts. He's still looking for green grass. You know
1: but what? It's, I don't, it's I don't a, know. It is a sign of the times, though, meaning like, people are just so quick to leave.
2: You know? It really I is. I don't know if Mick Foles is a great example, and I'll tell you why. He was never a starter. He was a guy that had a great situation, Carson Wentz. And a great nickname. Carson. That is true. <laughs> I, wish, uh, I wish I I had the nickname um, know, Him and I share nicknames I always man, thought that that's was cool not true. Yeah, true. Um, But no, Carson Wentz went down Nick Foles took over, won a Super Bowl He wasn't going to be the long-term guy Don in Vegas, what's up, Don? How you doing? What's up, buddy?
3: Hey, so I got one uh, Kind of mirrors your Robinson Cano story I got Albert Pujols uh, Leaves St. Louis Never to go to the playoffs again Until he goes to the Dodgers A good team yeah, you, you know what
1: that's like, man? That's like, you know, he ended up a cardinal again. It's like leaving yeah. your your wife, I don't know, to date around. And you realize everyone stinks.
2: Honey, take me back! Yeah, <laughs> and then you end up right where well, you started. You know, Griffey Jr., if, listen, if it wasn't for his dad's legacy in Cincinnati, we would have also looked at that like, wait, he's going to Cincinnati?
4: Yeah. Come on. Right. You, you know where the grass was, Greener? Where? Stefan Diggs joining Josh Allen chance at the Super Bowl right now. <laughs> you
2: ain't kidding. That was the move, right? That was the move. They're the they're the,
1: the one-two punch. Yeah, sometimes there's just, just great decisions, obvious decisions. Sometimes it
2: always work, doesn't always work out that uh, way. John in South Carolina. You're on, buddy. Kavino and Rich. Hey, guys. How you doing? We're good, man. What's what's your example?
3: Uh, my example, I well, first off, I went through the Packers back in the 80s when I was a kid in Wisconsin, so I think I have every right to criticize them. But my example is Aaron Rodgers and his dating scene. Dating a couple models, Danica Patrick and everything. And uh, look who he's dancing. Uh, this dumpster fire he's uh, dating now.
2: Well, I don't want to say anything bad about anyone. Someone's dating. for I know she's the sweetest woman in the world, but Aaron Rodgers seems a little unhinged. <laughs> <laughs> I can talk about him. You know the rule. You don't talk about someone's wife or someone's kids. I'll talk about you. And Aaron Rodgers does seem a little unhinged. You know what? I I get it. It just he's saying things. Here's the thing with the press and the media, and I and I hate to admit that we're part of it, right? It sort of seems sleazy. We want people to say truthful, honest things, and then when they do, not that they get tore apart for it, but then they get analyzed. Like Aaron Rodgers said something we all think. Yo, if you're dropping passes and making bad plays, you shouldn't be playing. And by the way, he's saying. And he's a quarterback, saying what every fan
1: has been saying for years, If it hits the hands, you should catch it. If it hits the hands at this level of the game, you got to have it. So
2: Aaron Rodgers is being truthful, right? Yeah? He's saying, "Hey, like, ooh, if you're not making the play, if you're not making the plays, you shouldn't be in the game. That's what everyone thinks, but hearing him say it in a politically correct, like canned answer world, it rubs you the wrong way, right? Any final thoughts on on why you as a fan? psychologically get so upset when your team's out of it? Is it the finality of it? Is it just that, well, another season, so the day-to-day of texting your same buddies. I'll the, tell day-to- you what. the day-to-day of going home after our Fox show or whatever you do for a living and saying, let me turn on the TV. I know the Dodgers will be on. I know the Cardinals will be well, on. I know the Mets will be on. Remember,
1: you know, what, what hurts is almost getting there to the promised land. You're so close. If your team stinks, stinking like Abe Lincoln from the beginning... Second Abe Lincoln reference, reference of I the know, day. I know. Man, wow. we always First about one courtesy him. of Michael K. You know, if your team's not in it to begin with, you know your team stinks. You're not going to be as let down. It's not going to hurt as much. It's like a, a relationship. There's so much promise, right? I know. And then you're like, oh, but it's over? Grand opening, grand closing. That hurts. So when your team is good and you're right there. And you lose. You know how hard it is as a sports fan to get there. So you only get so many opportunities to yeah. even get there. Like I looked at like right? with that, that little window when, uh, that you when, always talk when about. But Max
2: Scherzer was like, "Yeah, I really, uh, really blew it." And then you're thinking he signed a couple year deal with the Mets. Like that's one down. How many, shan- how many chances are you gonna get with the same core of your team? And I hate to quote your Yankee Derek Jeter, but he said his most hated phrase is when people say. There's always next year. Yeah, because there's
1: not always next year. You know, it's a different team next year. And you might not get there again. There's
2: no guarantee that you're going to get that close again next year. And you know that as a sports fan. Quick quiz, huh? That's why it hurts. Who won a World Series in their first year and never won another one? Cal Ripken. 82. Ding, ding. Yeah, sometimes you think, like, "Oh, this is going to be easy. I remember when I was living in New York, I auditioned for something. And... The first audition I Wasn't ever went it, uh, on. to be the host of Blue's Clues? It was not. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Blue's Clues. <laughs> no, that would have been cool. Probably made a lot of money that kid. Um, but I got the first audition I went on for like a commercial, and I was like, this is going to be easy. I don't think I ever got another one. <laughs> so the reality is, you know, y- you have your team in it.
4: Loved you in that Pepto commercial.
2: You know, Danny G, I was in a commercial once, a print commercial out here in L.A. These guys made fun of me because... It was for, like, a weight loss product, and I was like, no, I'm the uh, I'm the aspirational <laughs> thing. They're like, no, you're they're, they're calling you the after. Like, you used to be a big guy. I'm like, really? Yeah,
1: I would say. That's, what, that's yeah. what it was. But, I mean, there's so many things that make it sting, you know, and that's what we're getting at. If you want to chime in or just, you know, add to the feedback, it's at Covino and Rich.
2: You know, when I was a younger guy, you know, it used to bother me, but not anymore because, you know, we're grownups now. But I remember when my team would lose part of what would upset me was like man i'm going to get made fun of at school oh yeah the ribbing uh, but that's not even what bothers me but i'm sure people no does as an adult but i'm saying as a kid your psychology yeah, was like god like, oh, sure. man my team
1: lost i'm going to get made fun of at school but again when you're in a relationship with these players look when you're a kid you're rooting up right now as an adult you know i'm i'm looking at these guys like i, I care about them maybe like big brotherly even though i admire them they're not my heroes by any means, yeah. right? So I'm rooting for them. And I'm like, man, you start to feel bad for these guys. Like, I feel bad for Aaron Boone. I feel bad for, for Judge. I feel bad for these dudes who had so much promise and really did their best. That's what you have to keep in mind, too. It's not like they wanted to lose. They're trying their best. Even though you could say the Yankees didn't show up or whoever the team is. You yeah. know, didn't show up. They played terrible. You know, the Padres, whoever. Like let's look at the you know, Padres for you example. You gotta feel right? bad for them, and, and my heart goes out to them too because of the criticism they went through and, and the, the letdown they
2: must feel. The Padres are a great example because you saw a fan base explosive with energy. Yeah. Like I I've never seen so many uh so much uh brown and mustard color ugly uniforms in my life in one play. Those playoff games, Danny G, you're a Dodgers guy, so you could speak on this. Padres don't strike me as like a crazy fan base, but this playoff season.
4: They came out, man. Well, they sure did in the postseason. Yeah. Do you know I went to two regular season <laughs> games in San Diego? The stadium was half full, and, and the fans were on their phones, and they looked bored. Well, a new group of people showed up in the postseason. Yes, they did. You know
1: Danny what? said half full because he's a positive guy.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. He has a positive
1: outlook on life. That is true. That's Wait, what Danny I Danny. I mean, you know, we're talking about what is it, like the core of what really stings when
4: your team's out of it. When your Dodgers were out of it, how did you feel about it? Like, wh- wh- And why? A huge letdown for obvious reasons. And yeah, I was sad that we went that distance. Months and months and months of great play just to fall on our faces in the end. Yeah, that's the thing too, right? Like, y- You know what your team is capable of. You've seen
1: it. Right? Unless you watch a team day in, day out, you really don't know. Yeah. But if you watch that team day in, day out, you know what they're capable of. You know their potential. And, you're like, and then they when didn't s- bring it brings yeah. it. Yeah.
2: And then, like, oh, man. And then you're thinking, oh, everyone on the national stage doesn't know what these guys are really exactly. capable of. And then and then the finale, the finality of it. Like, hey, I guess uh, I'll see you next year, friends that root for this. All right. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Midweek
3: major, midweek.
2: Can't wait. Until then, Arrivederci, baby. See you
3: in the Promised Land. Have a good night, everybody.